0: You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast,
1: part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. What is up Cubs fans and welcome to Lockdown Cubs, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am in a great mood because I get to talk to you about our Chicago Cubs and how they took care of business on Memorial Day. What a fantastic W that was. The Cubs winning 7-2 to over the San Diego Padres. Javier Baez, not one, but two bomb shots. Patrick Wisdom and Chris Bryant showing the world why he's going to be an MVP again. I really think season ends today. He's your MVP. Triples, home run, opposite field. Just what a great game. And Cole Stewart coming up. I, I you all know yesterday's podcast. I recorded it before it was announced who was going to take over for Trevor Williams. For those of you who had a great Memorial Day weekend. And again, happy Memorial Day. I hope everyone had a great time, you know, remembering those who fought and died for this country. And I hope you you celebrated. I really do. I hope everyone had a great time. It was announced that Trevor Williams had to have his appendix taken out, like kind of emergency. That gets a little scary right with that appendix. And they said, you know, they got rid of that useless organ. What is the appendix? You know, some people think it had a use thousands and thousands of years ago and we outgrew it. I have a weird thing. What if we're going to need it in the future? Right? What if when space exploration becomes a thing... And we're like, oh, man, if only people who have an appendix could live on that planet, Mars, I'm getting sci-fi and weird with you. I apologize. But that's just I'm in a good, fun mood. Why wouldn't you be? I got a little sunburned. I'm having a great time. But it was announced that Trevor Williams couldn't make the start. Who shows up? Cole Stewart. And he pitched great. Five innings. One run, but it was unearned. A little shoddy defense there. Uh, The San Diego Padres came around and scored their first run only run against while he was on the mound just a, a lot of nasty sinkers sinkers and sliders fastball could get up to about 95 too so it's that fastball is nothing to spit at and he just looked in command he really did and this is a guy for cubs fans who weren't aware he was the fourth pick of the 2013 draft two picks behind mvp chris bryant it didn't really work out with minnesota you know he's a guy that. Struggled a little bit and never really took off. I mean, his numbers down in Minnesota's farm system were pretty solid. And then when he came up in 2018 for a cup of coffee with the twins, the numbers weren't horrific. I mean, in 2018, he had a 3680 RA, the FIP was 392. So it wasn't like, oh, this guy's getting battered around or anything like that. He just never really fit with them. And then he opted out of the 2020 season. He has diabetes. Didn't want to take a chance. Uh, I mean, he was he was bad in the 2019 season. I should have I mentioned that. But it felt like they didn't really give him a fair shake. Cole Stewart is 26 years old. And, and that's not, for a pitcher to start to figure it out at 26 is not unheard of. Looking for an example, we'll look at our very own Adbert Elzelay. He's 26 and looking like his potential to be an ace. He definitely has ace stuff, and you don't have to look any further than the guy who's been the best pitcher in baseball over the last couple of years. I guess you have an argument of is it Scherzer or is it this guy? I think it's this guy, Jacob Degrom. He was a rookie at 26, so pitchers sometimes can figure it out a little bit later. They might change grip. They might, you know, deal with some nagging injuries while they're coming up through the ranks of the minor league system. So I'm. I like what I saw to Cole Stewart. I know it was one start, but again, this was one start against the San Diego Padres who had a great weekend and have been the best offense in the national league. The Cubs, as a matter of fact, have been second to them in offense over the last six weeks or so. So the Cubs are no slouches either, as we all know that a lot to be excited about with our Northside crew. As of right now, I'm I'm recording this late Monday night. I'll be honest with you. You're listening to this Tuesday morning. Hopefully the Dodgers are beating the St. Louis Cardinals. So if that, holds up the cubs will be on first place on your morning commute or your morning exercise however you listen to this podcast and again i thank you for listening to the podcast can't do it without you You guys are the best things are looking looking really good in the national media you know i kind of went off on jesse rogers a little bit for some of the things he tweeted and you know i gave him enough of a kudos so i'm not like a jesse rogers hater or anything like that but i definitely strongly disagreed with what he was saying and i definitely I, i don't like the clickbaitiness of journalists these days but some of the national media they're starting to change their narrative thinking hey the cubs are looking like they could be buyers soon and and let's not let's not uh fool ourselves this is a very tough stretch of baseball the cubs have in the month of June this is their toughest schedule if they survive June i i would be happy with 500 june because i think then we're still in about the same position we're in either first place or right around there i really believe that with looking at the schedules of Milwaukee and St. Louis as well i want us to continue to be what we've been in may in may we were 19 and eight best may record in all the the national league the tampa bay rays went insane they were 22 and six but we were great as well i'd like i'd like to see that continue but again the injuries hopefully start to solve themselves because as great as like two home run game out of patrick wisdom was and you're getting uh, contributions from rafael ortega and you know cole stewart comes up for a spot star i think he's going to get another crack because i don't know how quickly you come back from an appendix being taken out I feel like he's on the 10-day IL, so he's got to be there for all 10 days. So he's definitely going to get another look at the rotation. And although Trevor Williams did have a nice bounce back start his previous outing, he was kind of the guy that was on the fence there. where It's like, we love you, Trevor, but you got to figure it out. So I like what I'm seeing out of Cole Stewart. Hopefully that continues. Just the bullpen, too. Continued to be... Keegan Thompson gave up his very first run, and it was a bomb shot. From Fernando Tatis Jr., who, as a treat, everyone, I will be talking about with Lockdown Padres host Javier Reyes. That's the next two segments of this. You're going to hear me talking with Lockdown Padres host Javier Reyes. It was really fun. You know, we were talking about both our teams and what's been going on with them. And it was really cool to hear his standpoint of what like national baseball fans think of when they think of the Cubs in 2021. So it was really cool. And I have to ask him about what it's like watching Fernando Tatis Jr. because That man, that's a bad man right there. That guy is a phenomenal baseball player. Phenomenal. He's 16 home runs right now. He's got the swagger. There's a lot to like about him. And I know some people, some old school people are like, oh, I don't like what he does, this and that. He doesn't care. And that makes me like Fernando even more. He, he hears, he knows all the stuff. He knows that there's old columnists and old school baseball guys. Like you play the game this way. He doesn't care. He's like fine whatever. I'm going to play the game my way. He had a bomb shot clutch home run uh Sunday against the Astros. The Padres were playing down there in Houston and just admired it. I think they're trying to encourage this, hey, let's be more fun about it. Um so yeah, I hope no one retaliates against him when they d- do stuff like that. The, I do I say that, but then you know, I did say a few podcasts ago that I'm okay with all of it. I'm just okay with anything that makes me, you know, sit up in my seat a little bit when I'm watching baseball. You know, you're kind of relaxing. You got a beer in your hand. You got a good bag of Tostitos. And then all of a sudden there's a little drama. You're like, oh, what's happening here? What's going on here? Oh, we went a little high and tight. Oh, here come here come. the bench is clear. And no, I bet nothing happens. Oh, here come the bullpen guys. Yeah, okay. It's the most exercise they get in a game, jogging in from left center field. All right, here we go. But then every now and then someone throws a haymaker and you go, let's let's go. Not that you want to see fights in baseball, but you you kind of do. It's a, It's a fun thing. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help you even more. With Credit Karma Money Spend Account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. That's right, Credit Card Money Spend Account. Who does want an instant gratification? I know I do. That's why we're all on social media, right? Hey, here's a picture of me. Please like it. If you're uh, looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma, sorry, Credit Karma money, and there's a tongue twister, right? You could win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. That sounds good, right? A little kickback. So right now, visit Credit Karma. Dot .com slash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. That's right. Go to credit karma.com win money to sign up for free and start winning credit karma.com slash win money instant karma is sponsored by credit karma. No purchase necessary exclusions and terms apply. See rules banking services provided by MVB bank. dot Incorporated member FDIC maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Hey everybody, Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. That's right, go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts for hundreds of manufacturers. There are so many makes and models of cars, Fiat, Kia, all sorts of models coming your way. It's hard for your average traditional chain storefront to keep up rockauto.com. You don't have to deal with that. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly. See all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all prices on rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do it yourself first. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us, box so they know who sent you that's right rockauto.com amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com good talking (laughs) to you javier i'm excited to talk a little cubs padres for you we're both in an interesting situation too Mm -hmm. because our rivals are playing each other so i'm rooting for the dodgers to beat the cardinals (laughs) and i'm sure you're rooting for the cardinals to beat the dodgers yes
1: yes absolutely it's and look it's been a wild weekend uh Absolutely. I hope everyone had a great holiday weekend, by the way, whoever's listening. Um, just absolutely nuts. Uh, honestly, just sports in general have been nuts for the past like week or so uh, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, Chicago sports, by the way, I talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago, just a, it's been like ultimate chaos. Cause you got like the bulls and, and the, you know, the white Sox have the Larusa thing. The Cubs have, you know, you have the Javi Baez, like great play from last week. And then for, um, what is it for 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 football? You have the Bears drafting Mitchell Wow, I am Fields. really tired. Uh, Justin Fields. There you go. <laughs> just a, a really crazy kind of like up and down type of feeling. Uh, but just in general, I guess we should just kick it off. Uh, this is we're recording after uh, the first game between our two teams. The Cubs won seven to two. Uh, just where? How do you feel right now about the Cubs? What do people need to know about this series? About where the? Because this, I think the biggest thing about the Cubs right now is. Is this team going to enter a fire sale? And right now, they're kind of they're they're contending, you know, in a lot yeah. of different ways. So, what's kind of the general perspective on the team right now?
0: The for like the average listener who might not be following along, I think the Cubs are taking on kind of the movie Major League that like mantra where they want to stick it to ownership uh-huh. because going into this year, it kind of felt like. Is this going to be like a bridge year? Are they going to do it like the Yankees did in 2016 where they trade off some pieces, but then they're going to look to immediately contend again? I mean, it started with us basically giving you guys you Darvish and Victor Caratini. And although who knows those four prospects that are all, uh, you know, 12 years old when they hit eventually, (laughs) maybe it'll look like a better trade. But yeah, we got a bunch of teenagers back right now. The way they're playing is fantastic. They have a chip on their shoulder. They, were, they finished off the month of May 19-8, best record in the National League for that month. I think only like a game behind you guys They're ahead of you guys, I should say. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it while not being 100% healthy. Uh, Anthony Rizzo mm-hmm. hasn't played the last five or six games. I don't know if they're going to put him on the aisle or what. Uh, Jason Hayward was out, which actually ended up being okay because we have some bench pieces that are playing better than the starters. So sometimes you, there's an injury. And you're supposed to be like, oh, that's a bummer. But in your head, you're like, I'm okay with that. Actually, <laughs> he wasn't hitting. Um so, obviously, I don't want anyone to be hurt, though. But then uh, Justin Steele, who's this great p- pitcher in our bullpen, Nico Horner, was phenomenal, hitting 350 for us, and the type of batter we needed because he's a high-contact guy, rarely strikes out, hits high fastballs, which is something that the Cubs were really lacking lineup diversity. So the Cubs are, yeah, they're they're taking, like, they're a team full of a bunch of one-year contracts with Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, Rizzo, of course, Jack Peterson, and they're all just kind of playing like, hey, this could be our last year together. This could be like our last hurrah, so let's just have fun. And starting May 1st, they really turned it around, really the last week of April. From like April mm-hmm. 22nd on, they've had, I think, the second best offense in the NL next to your San Diego Padres. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah the the Padres are coming off quite the weekend, uh, as I've talked about earlier in, in the segments of today's episode. But, oh my God, yeah, it's just been nuts. And, you bring up the Darvish and, and Karatee thing. I, I got to bring it. I just got to get into it to it. You got to. <laughs> because, you know, the Padres have been under, not fire, because, look, if anyone wants to start critiquing AJ Prout, relax. He hit on you, Darvish, and Joe Musgrove. I know Blake Snell isn't working out right now. Bottom line, he's been aces basically throughout. But everyone, people have been joking like, wow, you know who would have been gr- a great fit for this team, this Cubs team? You, Darvish. He'd be yeah. really good for them. Because you he got H- Hendricks struggling a little bit. And it's just they're playing okay. I personally, I don't know what it was that set me off, but I couldn't stand preseason the Chris Bryant is it, it, his best days just completely behind him. I, I didn't get it. I was like, all right, so he has the the 30-game injury-rattle COVID season, and every single year before that, he's like a 280, 380 on base, you know, batting average on base guy with like 30 home runs, uh, literally had an MVP season at one point. Why are we acting like this is uh, like Evan Longoria? You know what I mean? Like this isn't a guy who's at all washed and he's been back. He's hitting pitches that are low, uh, which is really good. Just been uh, an awesome player for that team. And and at least for game one of this series, Javi Baez killed us as well uh, with two home runs uh, in the game. And Baez is hilarious because he just strikes out like all the time and then just hits bombs. That's it. That's it. He's become a little Adam Dunny, but he's also, uh, which I imagine made you very happy, the wizard, a wizard. On the base paths, apparently. Just get, he Did is, you watch that game live?
0: I did. <laughs> and I think uh, I have a two-year-old son who I believe was just getting down for his nap and he, I kind of woke him up. It was such a comical play. We're, of course, referring to the play that happened in Pittsburgh where it was a, a rundown between uh, home and first base. And apparently, someone shared like a post on Reddit a couple of years ago where it was like, ask this baseball savant all these questions. And someone asked if there'd ever be a rundown between home and first. And they responded with, that's the dumbest question ever. Why would that? There? There's always a force at first.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and
0: literally, we saw one in a major league game. Javi has a knack for that, though. I think to the average. Or, like, you know, a casual fan who might not follow Chicago Cubs baseball. I, you know, I used to live in LA. I lived in LA from 2014 to 2017. So I know a lot of my friends who are, I have friends in San Diego. I love that ballpark down there, by the way, Mm -hmm. and probably the best burritos in the country in San Diego. So (laughs) it's a great city. But I know a lot of West Coast fans might not, you know, they focus more on West Coast baseball because of the time zone thing. If you're unfamiliar with Javier Baez, he has a knack for these type of things. He's known for. Obviously, he's known for striking out and hitting home runs, but he does things where swim moves, sliding into third and home. There are times where it's like, "Oh, this guy's out by a mile," but he did some weird thing and ended up being safe. There are t- like he does like no look tags, and mm-hmm. I've seen him do crazy things in the base path. I've seen him steal home a couple times. So when this happened to to Cubs fans and people who follow Javi, it wasn't that shocking. It was hilarious, and we couldn't believe how dumb the Pirates were with the way that play went down. <laughs> Uh, but it wasn't all that surprising. I think people didn't want to give Javi any credit because they're like, if the first baseman had any brains, which that I understand, but you have to understand Javi is just known for getting in people's heads on the base paths.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am often known for doing that. You know, I, am a big, uh, running between bases guy. I love having all the exciting plays now. Um, and I also yeah. got love <laughs> for Javi Baez because he's Puerto Rican. I talk about it on my podcast, like myself, love every Puerto Rican in the league. My boy, my King Lindor is not uh, helping the cause that much right now, though. He's been very bad, but, um, he'll bounce back. Yeah. Yeah, he'll bounce. I'm I'm fairly confident he will. He he better. Uh, he does not want to see the bad side of New York. Believe me, as someone who's living on the East Coast, it can get wild. Uh, but yeah, I feel like it's been it's been one of those teams, the Cubs. I mean, where there's just there's a lot of nice pieces there, and I would it wouldn't it's, it's not that surprising to me that they're kind of figured out. Jack Peterson, while he doesn't have like you know, uh, you know, 15 home runs right now, he's hitting the ball pretty well, and he's on a cheap contract too. From what I'm. Um, from what I remember, very cheap contract. So yes, I'm very curious. I think a lot of teams are very curious to see where the Cubs end up, because this is a team that, like I alluded to before, uh, could absolutely, if things go by the wayside, if if Chris Bryant really is washed for some reason, which I don't think he is, uh, if he falls off, if Rizzo falls off, maybe they, Jack Peterson isn't actually very good and Javi Baez just strikes out too much. Maybe this becomes a team that just trades everybody because, like you said, they have all these contracts that everybody's a free agent. What is that kind of like? How is How often do you think about, I guess, and how often do the Chicago fans think about, like, this could be it. This could be the end of our guys. Like, this is the team that won a World Series. The uh, Back to the future uh, d- didn't even get it right, you know, and all that stuff. So what is that kind of feeling like? it's
0: uh, it's constant it really is i have to remind myself not to talk about it on every podcast because it's one of those (laughs) things where you know the off season was where are we going you know when we traded darvish we figured okay that's just the start and we're going to trade a bunch of people and there's so many rumors about chris bryant and you're right the guy's been he's this is his seventh season and he's had two kind of subpar years Mm mm-hmm and you're like, one was the COVID year and the other 2018, he was still a 122 um, weighted runs created plus and missed yeah. like 75 games. So even when he was playing, he was still good. He just got hurt. Mm-hmm. And the other years were all stars and an MVP. So, yeah, I've never understood the hate that Chris Bryant gets. Maybe he's just too pretty for some people and they just don't like that. Uh, but it's a, it's one of those seasons, though, because it, we like these players so much. These are our guys. They did the thing that we were told as Cubs fans would never happen. So often I was told, oh, they'll never win. It's been since 1908, all that. And for that team to do it, you want them to be wearing your uniform forever. I don't want to see any of these guys wearing different uh, uniforms. That would break my heart. And they're playing well right now. You know, if there was a case for – I was making a case earlier in the year where it's like, all right, of the big three, Bryant, Rizzo, and Javi, the odds of extending all three of them or even resigning all three of them however you Mm -hmm. want to spin it are unlikely. So I was even kind of like, you know, Javi, we got some shortstop depth coming up. I love mm-hmm. Javi. He's so exciting. He's, you know, thank you, thank you, sir, thank
1: you. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> you, Javi. You're amazing, dude. Um,
0: Bias Reyes, any Javi? They're all amazing. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so I was like, I maybe he could be the guy that they let go. I suppose, or, or you know, maybe he'll go to the Mets and you know him and Lando are best friends in the off season. But yeah. I, th- that I'd be happy with because he's happy. But I don't want to see him in a Mets uniform. I don't like the Mets. Like, I don't know. <laughs> the Cubs though need to start acting like the fourth mo- highest valued team in baseball. They're fourth on the Forbes list. Mm-hmm. They're in the third biggest market in the country. And we don't have any payroll committed in the next year. There's three guaranteed contracts next year. So there's like, if they're worried about the luxury tax, they're about, you know, 175 million under it for the next season. And they're, it's reset this year as far as luxury tax dollars goes. So there's the, I, in our media, our, our local media is trying to push a narrative that they should rebuild. And I'm like, you're just like, kissing the butt of the ownership who doesn't want to spend and is going to use the pandemic as a way not to spend for a few years to recuperate losses of one season it's just mm-hmm. being cheap and as a fan yeah we think about it every day every day chris brian hits a home run or bias does something amazing in the field or rizzo does something we're like extend them everyone's got hashtag extend them for every <laughs> tweet about them so yeah it's been rough bet online the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action Baseball season is in full swing, and you could track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sports needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and yes, UFC, MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't send the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in and all the action, all the fun. It's coming. The playoffs, the NBA playoffs have just started. NHL right there, too. So head over to the website on your laptop or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sports book experts promo code locked on the number one thing i think everyone thinks about right now with the san diego padres is fernando tatis jr <laughs> and i really want to thank san diego because i'm you know i'm a diehard cubs fan and growing up in chicago you can't like both you have to like mm-hmm. the cubs or the white Sox. And the Cubs traded Eloy Jimenez to the White Sox, and he started off real well for them, Mm -hmm. and he's hurt now. But every Mm -hmm. Sox fan was like, thanks for Eloy, thanks for Eloy. And luckily, we'd be like, any team that trades Fernando Tatis Jr. Mm -hmm. for James Shields doesn't get to say anything about trades.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's... It, and look, it, it's I, and some things it's like okay, they want to get a good starter at the time, or at least try to get a starter to kind of bolster the team or whatever, right? Like it's not the worst trade. I still think that 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 raise uh, Pirates trade, which is like a meme at this point, is pretty atrocious for Glass now and and Austin Meadows for Chris Archer. It's pretty rough, but still, um, yeah, it's been a delight it's it's funny how many people especially this weekend texted me being like i can't believe you lucked out with this team you're from jersey you grew up mostly uh, except for like a few years ago uh we're a yankees fan for most of your life and then you start following this team a little bit and then On comes along and then now you just have the most exciting player in the sport that they've had in like a decade and it's just like yeah uh pretty much the home runs that he hit this weekend were sensational and he's what I love so far is because, remember, at the beginning of the year, he has the solar subluxation. And I think everyone in this, every, every baseball fan was like, no, no, please, no. And it looks like so far, it doesn't seem to be effective too much, man. I mean, he's killing it so far, batting above 300. He's got 16 home runs. He hit one in the game uh, yesterday uh, off you guys. is kind of the highlight, as well as a nice highlight, running to second base, evading evading uh, the tag from, from – um, the the was that Happy Baez? I don't
0: know if it was Javier. I think it was so good at second. It was so good, I believe. Yeah, I forgot.
1: yeah. Man, he's that just, was just incredible.
0: He's got one of the most exciting players I've seen in a while. So much swagger, playing the game his own way. He hears the old head saying like, mm. "Oh, you should this and that," and he doesn't care. I feel like mm-hmm. every time, like that bomb he hit in Houston, clutch too. Very clutch player. Yeah, the way he stood there, like he knows yeah, what these old columnists are going to say. He doesn't care. I love it. I love everything he's doing.
1: Yeah, and I think that what's so great is he's almost kind of invincible to that stuff because do you can you imagine if, like, someone threw at him after doing something? Like, that would become the enemy of all national media. for that. Like, that's kind of – that sounds almost a little hyperbolic, but it's true. Like, you look at what happened last year with the 3-0 incident, and no one ever got to throw at him again. Uh, not really. I think that's because everybody knows, like, if you do this, you will get, like, attacked. I don't know if the league has the balls to, like – actually for one suspend guys who throw at people for bat flipping. I don't know if they have the balls to do that yet. I think they should. I think they should be like, you know what? Uh, the Whoever it was on the twins that threw at your Mercedes, just be like, uh, sorry, your God for like 20 games. Sorry, we need to get this out of the sport. This is too much. But uh, really, he's just been an absolute blast. And every other thing that he adds to it, on top of being a good player, like you said, just exciting. He knows how to capture the moment. He's too cool. He's like one of the, some people ask me, like, imagine if you met Tatis. I always say, no, I'm not cool enough. I'm literally not cool enough to meet him. I would be terrified. I'd be like, no, like I don't know too cool. I can't meet you. You don't, don't waste your time talking to me. It'd be one of those. Right. But, uh, yeah, he's been unbelievable. And I'm so happy that he's been able to overcome the injury to extent errors at shortstop leads the league in errors right now. But with, I believe 14 or 15, unless he made another one over the weekend, I'm not sure. Uh, He's just been an absolute delight, but maybe in the defensive department uh, that might be affecting him a little. bit. But in general, I am enjoying the ride uh, right now. And I'm enjoying the fact that, uh, you know, it, it was very close. It feels like to being we might have lost him for the year and that hasn't happened.
0: Yeah, I don't want any of these. There's so many young guns in baseball right now, young you know, stud hitters that you just don't want to root for any kind of injury, mm-hmm. unless it's the playoffs and you really want your team to win. <laughs> then it's like, you know, if it's San Diego versus Atlanta, you're like, hey, Acuna, if you want to twist an ankle, I'm not going to be too upset. Yeah, you know, it's not feel like they're the like off off out season. for
1: a year. It's just like maybe you miss one game, you know, one of those. Yes, <laughs>
0: yeah. If you want to miss games three, four, and five, that's quite <laughs> all right by me.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, well, I got that. I got that. We all do that, I guess, as fans.
0: thank you so much cubs fans that has been the lockdown cubs podcast for today you all are amazing tell your friends if you want to check out my comedy go to youtube.com slash joe kilgallen follow the podcast on twitter at lockdown cubs follow myself at lockdown i'm sorry at joe kilgallen that's simply at joe kilgallen uh you can write a review on itunes that helps go a long way we want to keep climbing those baseball charts that's right i want lockdown cubs to be the top cubs podcast and it's one of the top podcasts in all of baseball so definitely please keep supporting this you guys are the best can't do without you cheers go cubs check out locked on today everybody get all your sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the locked on today podcast host peter bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts follow the locked on today podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you listen to your podcasts